Good morning. <laughs> Looks like the storm is finally passed and it's now sunny. A little bit colder than it was. Yeah, I'm just um, just looking at um, near the orchid, little orchid area. Saw a bunch of. Uh, I know, I guess it's a class or something from the school we were in there yesterday and it looks like they've chopped down a whole bunch of um, I actually don't know what it was trees or something or just uh, just like vines or something looks completely different now you can see all the way in Yeah, it looks, looks a lot better. So are people really a reflection of you? Sounds like a weird concept, really. Almost a bit. I don't know, self, self-indulgent or something. <laughs> that everyone is, well, I guess it infers that everyone, everything is revolving around you, right? The, the reason why people act or do things is because of you but I think that's I think it's um, I think it's maybe the wrong way to describe it to say that people are a reflection of you is I don't know, I think it just brings out the egoic kind of the egoic side of things. Oh, that's crazy. Spiderweb. Going from a tree or something all the way down to the ground. Yeah, so that I think that brings out more of an ego type response whereas it's more it's more a function that people are a reflection of you and that's because you're looking for adaptation you're looking for things to make you more balanced so you look for that in other people or things so when you're interacting with other people you're trying to 
not going to be like a conscious thing that you're doing. But if you get into an argument, it might be because you're trying to sway them round into something that you believe. Because it's like if that person believes you, then it provides more balance to you or something. It's just the same with things. You can buy a whole bunch of things because it's for the same reason. You think it's gonna provide some sort of balance. And it's all just that's all just done through sense. It's not done through um, it's not conscious, not always. I think it is expressed. It's expressed consciously, it's not... It's not created consciously. It's more like it's uh, unconscious ideas. Like this is how you could could adapt to something like that. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's more unconscious ideas that are consciously expressed. Expressed in the way that we act around other people. And I think you act a certain way around certain people because you sense sense something that they have something that you need or something like that. It's difficult to articulate because there's nothing can't really point to anything and say that that is the reason why. It is more... It is more of a sense-based thing. I'll explain that in a sec. So, sense-based. So I'm not talking about like you see or you speak or you hear something. Although that can be triggers, right? It might be like recalling, recalling something. Like recalling something that you saw before or heard before. And then whatever's associated with that, right? But when you're sensing people, it's more like when you get like a first impression of someone. Like when you first meet somebody and it's that like, got bad feeling. That's it, that's the...
that would be the that'd be the sense. Now people only get people may only get things like that when they meet people they may be like don't like that person but there'll be other times at which that'll happen as well where they'll get those feelings but they'll ignore them or they won't maybe acknowledge them but if they if you kind of tune into it uh tune in I mean like acknowledge it more more that you acknowledge it the I guess the easier it becomes to sense it and the less you acknowledge it the I guess denser you become you become more reliant on the physical world to provide the cues. Meaning all the scent, like the uh, sight, sound. You become more dependent on those things. And you kind of lose or you numb, you numb out that that other sense a natural sense you can't really explain it people call it like a gut gut instinct or something like that but it could be could be confused in so many ways because if there's thought involved as well then it may not be what you think it is it is more um, if you use that as an exact as the as the test when you are around other people see how you feel see what the feeling is about them just the immediate don't think about it don't think about what you're seeing or what you're hearing And so, some people might need the uh, other senses to to figure it. That's all right. It's um, just practice, I guess. It's not always going to be. It's not always going to be possible just to rely upon one because it may be I don't know maybe you get a sense for somebody but it turns out to be the complete opposite and the only way that you'd know that is by talking to them so I guess if it's if it's not something that you've um, if it's not something you've experienced, just the sense of 
sensing people, sensing things. If it's not something you really experience, then it may be worth following up with just talking to someone. When you get a, you get a general sense and then talk to them and see if it's see if it's accurate or not. I mean, you could do that anyway. If um, if it is something new. But it'd become less of a, I guess less of a requirement. Once it's something that is, I don't know, trained. A bit, once it becomes habit again. Once you rely on that first before all the other senses like what am I like what how do I feel about this before before getting anything else involved before getting um, thoughts involved or ideas you just keep it keep it simple let's keep it on a basic kind of level it should make things should make things that much easier you don't have to think all the time you don't have to be trying to figure people out so much or analyzing them so much You just rely on your natural sense, your natural instinct, and then just leave it. Don't need to expend so much energy on it. And so in a way you could say that that is... That's like a, a natural language, right? It's a natural means of communication getting a sense for somebody without having to always uh, expend energy on it or using a higher language in order to figure it out it's all the same thing it's just engaging more to um which is going to use more energy, which is just going to maybe not equate to much more than what you could have got if you just trusted yourself, trusted in your instinct. We aren't really, we aren't really taught so much about that. In that we're not really taught about that at all. We're not really taught that there's anything inside to, to guide you or to listen to or to sense. 
it's everything external so the so the external sensory perception that's what you're taught to to rely on right nobody is nobody's really taught to trust themselves to just uh, trust their instincts everything's either going to be planned or it's going to be fire process something something that's limiting something that is structured by guess because that instinct isn't really understood in a structured way so it's going to be different for going to be different for everyone but I guess the underlying the underlying principle of it is feeling something but you couldn't show you couldn't show somebody else your observation or your experience you could explain it but that's more more of an idea of a construct perspective because somebody else may experience the same thing in a different way they may not may not sense things in the same way I guess that's probably why it's not taught because there's a structure you can put, you can't really put a structure around that. And things that aren't structured, things that may be a bit abstract, are not typically taught. I mean, even if you take something as creative as art, when they they still teach you art because they teach you styles I remember when I did high school art it was um, you had to do things in a certain style they told you to do things in a certain style and certain like prints and things like that and pastels it wasn't really kind of just do what you wanted so or is it something that is supposed to be creative but it's had a structure put around it 
and it's the structure that you that you have to follow as opposed to the creativity of it which is it's just weird it's um it is just weird because when you when you create something it's not typically you're not typically going to be looking for a structure you're just going to you're just going to do it right you're going to draw it paint it ride it create it you may apply a structure later <laughs> so if you're writing you may just write it verbatim and then later apply structure to it so that it could be appreciated by other people on a I guess on a wider scale I guess that's why structure applies because it puts it into puts it into context or perspective that more people could understand I guess that's one um, that's one way of looking at it Two dogs just came, came out of the little river. <laughs> Not sure what type of dogs they are. They're quite, they're quite sweet. Like a caramel colour. They're both just chasing each other. <laughs> so gonna work <laughs> it's quite funny um, oh, I think they've been chewing they've been chewing logs uh, chewing uh, bits of wood it's like chewed wood everywhere um. okay so structure structure applied after the creative process is in my opinion to capture an audience a wider audience you apply a certain structure so you can get more people to read it or to look at it if it was something if it was something like truly creative right it's just going to come from wherever it's going to come in whatever form it is just going to be what it is. It's not going to be... It's not going to be created and then reprocessed. Because the processing is what... Takes it away from being like a real... Like raw creativity. Even though the essence might still be there. It's... Uh, it takes... It takes away. It takes something away. Because it's changing the it's changing the perspective slightly. So I would say 
creativity even the the word create if give or hive or create and then if right so give is to give away or to give to something you consider that G is the seventh letter and if you consider the prism which Splits light into seven frequencies, seven uh, seven colors. So to give is to, we well could say it is to almost give light or give creation, right? Or creative. That's what you're doing when you create something. It's not typically for you to keep, just for you, right? Create something, either to give it to somebody else, to give it to just into existence. I think that's what creative really means. create something for something else for somebody else for another thing it's to put it into put it into the prism or put it into light to give it And if you look at um, if you if you look at the letter G, right? Now, if you look at it from all different perspectives, and there's all different styles of writing the G, right? But it, it's typically it's like a circle with a line through it. So you could draw a circle and just put a line, kind of like halfway through either at the top, the side, the bottom, at any point in the circle, put across. Now typically it's on the eastern side, right? If you're looking straight at it. Or it's on the right-hand side. Or... Or it would be with the autumnal equinoxes. Now what's interesting is, 
September 20 I, I, I found this out randomly yesterday I was looking for I was looking for certain dates and uh, September 26th apparently is the day in which most births occur throughout the whole world right don't know why I didn't really look into it I just saw this um as an article I think it, was the, it must have been this year 26th of September 2022 uh, quite a few things happen around the 26th a lot of energy a lot of things stopped as well I think like uh, I think that was Nordstrom I think that is when Nord Stream happened, the 26th. And there was a whole host of earthquakes as well. And so three days before that was the equinox, the autumnal equinox. And then three days two days later well I'm going to have to check this it was a new moon 24th no 25th it was a Sunday 25th was a new moon Shemitah the, seven, the, the Shemitah the seventh year ended seven years of seven cycle of seven the agriculture the um, it's all it's all in the Judaism Juda Judaism it's in Judaism Shemitah and it's all to do with kind of giving up the land giving up or giving back the land not planting on the land and cancelling debts this is all about giving back giving back to people and giving back to the giving back to the land so you had a lot of things that were all within a few days of each other right now if you look at if you draw a G in fact just draw a circle and put a line halfway through on the right hand side now the G represents creation because the G represents the seven frequencies of physicality of visible light so when you take the G and you do you draw it up the line that you put through is the masculine the circle is the feminine weird
two sorry two um a van and a pickup truck just just came past as i was crossing the road <laughs> and they fucking like stopped and i'm thinking that they're turning into the road i'm crossing but now all they're doing is just slowing down there's no cars in front of them they're slowed down for no reason just looking Maybe they just wanted to hear what the rest of the world was going to say. Okay, so... The G represents creation. Because it's the seventh letter. Seventh letter represents... The seven frequencies, the seven colours. Seven colours of... Visible light. Everything that you see. Everything that you experience in the physical and it's all measured in gigahertz G G hates said right so when you draw out the G and you put the line through it the line is the masculine circle is the feminine And that's symbolic of creation, right? That's how that's how humans create, right? That's how we think. We create other life. That's how we subdivide, right? You create in your image. And when your kid is born, it's like, oh, who do they look like? The mother or the father? So when you see the G, it's symbolic of creation. You'll see it on certain certain occult symbols, which is just hidden knowledge, and it's typically inside the center of the rays of the sun or inside the center of a pyramid. I've got a few things I still haven't uploaded about that. It's been about a week. It's been a week since uh, since I've uploaded anything. I've got it must be nearly 20, 20 different things, but it's all all part of a series. seven colors there's seven lights people typically refer to them as the seven chakras which are uh, typically considered seven energy centers in the body or seven candles or seven lights 
that's what it would be referred to in the Bible. Seven lamps, seven candles, seven lights. It's all talking about the same thing. It's number seven. So yeah, everything is everything is created through light in physicality. Outside of that, outside of the light aspect, you can only assume it's dark. That everything must come from the dark and into the light, right? it's not always it's not always like that clear cut but anyway I think I think I'll just leave it there for now